0: Welcome everybody to Beat the Shift Baseball. This is episode 36 for Tuesday, July 17th, the day of the MLB All-Star Game. Hope y'all made it to the halfway mark of the season okay. I'm Alex Zui here today with Ray Estrada and for Bode Markazi, how you guys doing? Kind of nervous. Nervous for what? What are you nervous about?
1: Um, I've, I've done too many of these shows within a span of three weeks. Oh, What's, It's not like me. What, you mean two?
0: yeah well we're here for our mid-season our all-star break podcast and in this one we are going to have a lot of fun we're going to go through some of the all-star festivities to start it off here but then the meat of our show is going to be mid-season stat game it's a good one i'm going to be leading it and we will also be taking a look back at our pre-season 2018 predictions that should be a lot of fun they have aged Marvelously, I will say, uh, in looking back at them. So, um, I don't expect any single person listening to remember even one of them because I barely remember them. I don't them. remember
1: what I, I don't
0: remember what I predicted. Well, maybe you should, but we will talk well, about them. Well,
1: no, that's them. what we got ready for.
0: You're right. We we have we have time. <laughs> this is what we're here to do. We're here to reflect. But uh, we'll start it off by talking about the home run derby, which happened oh, a few hours right. ago for us. But Bryce Harper took it home for the hometown in dc it was a lot of fun to watch except for espn's shoddy camera work jesus i cannot those, really, stand was those awful. angles. really um but we're not here to complain necessarily we're here to talk about what we enjoyed i i, I like to stay positive sometimes so what what were some some positive things from the home Run derby other than just you know the really close rounds that we that we got to see throughout well i mean
1: um I think you should be very proud of your man crush, Alex Bregman. Even though he didn't go f- further, he still put on a pretty good show in the first round. And then, honestly, Schwerber Schwarber was insane the whole time.
0: Yeah, he no, might be know. He might be like the MVP of that derby, just in terms yeah. of pure entertainment value. And um, then Harper's last 30 seconds, where he hit,
1: what, like 4 I think, to 6? Uh, I forget the number. I think
2: he hit 9 and 49
0: seconds that's that insane bad. yeah <laughs> that's insane i mean I, I i need to ask you about your boy muncie also who who raised some eyebrows as well yeah, that's the only one i got wrong are you prepared for his his swing inevitably being screwed up from the home run derby no i mean i that that is kind of a myth in terms of it is how it, it was 100 a joke as well
2: yeah but <laughs> no i was i was impressed i was glad he beat I, was, I just wanted to beat Baez. I didn't want to see Baez move on. I I was I laughed myself when uh, Javi Baez capped his first swing uh, straight into the dirt. So he still put on a good show, but Muncie uh, Muncie surprised a lot of people. I, including myself, I didn't think he hit homers with that much ease uh, in in BP. So that was that was good
0: to see. Yeah, it was a fun derby all around. No 500 foot homers, but there were some some. Well, I mean, there was also no Stanton or Judge. You're right. No, J- no JD weird. Martinez. A lot of yeah. big names missing. There were a lot of problems with the whole Derby experience, and we've I think we've talked about that. We talked about it in our last show. So I mean,
1: even even without them, I think the guys put put on a pretty good show. They did. It was
0: good. It was
2: yeah. Any anytime you have major league hitters trying to hit as many home runs as possible, it's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm.
0: And I also enjoyed the the Futures game home run derby that they put on. Eight homers <laughs> hit in that game. And that is the, the minor league all-star game, essentially, the Futures game. So, um, you know, we again, we talked about that in our last show. Nothing too spectacular in that game other than, of course, the many, many homers, which we get to see all the time now in today's game. Um, you know, just before. Also,
2: Hunter Green can throw some gas, and he's younger than us.
0: Yeah, he he threw, he gave up hey, a homer on a hundred two mile an hour pitch. I like to see that.
2: <laughs> Except for our boat, obviously, but that's same age. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, catching one on one hundred two miles an hour from you in the near future for our boat. Um, I mean. Just just give me like a month to work out and then one month's time. Alright. That's yeah. that sounds like a deal. Well, the All Star game is going to be well tomorrow for us, but it is it's that time where we get to see Scherzer and Sale face off for what it feels like the, the fourth straight year, but I, I don't think it is. Well um, it's sales third. Is it sales, so third okay. it's, it's sales third straight? It's
1: sales third straight. is the first pitcher to do that in, I forget the years, but in a very long time. And then it's Scherzer second.
0: Yeah, so it should be a good game. I mean, it's not really a, a game with stakes like it has been in the past, but which side just looks more star-studded to you overall?
2: The American League is unreal. Um, the lineup... I think Machado's batting seventh. If that tells you anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like he's going to
2: for the
1: Yankees. Oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> I, I was thinking either Milwaukee or Philly, but okay. Okay. I think
2: what six, seven, eight, nine is judge Machado uh shoot I don't know who eight is and then nine is over to Prez, But it's a huge, huge lineup.
0: It is. It is. I'm looking forward to the game itself, even though, you know, there's no there's no special Retirement tours or any huge milestone type of things going on. I don't know. It's just kind of it's just gonna be a normal fun old All Star game. I think. Um, yeah. And before we get into uh, our stat game here and our predictions, I just wanted to ask: Was there any any themes throughout the first half of the season that really that really clung to you that you really, you know, felt strongly about or were surprised by? Um, I'll ask... They, you can, let me think on this one. i know i'm putting you on the spot but that's that's sometimes supposed I in do, the dark sometimes i do this <laughs> for the most genuine response that i can i can muster up but i guess it, it's with little avail ray did you have anything anything from this first half that you just you know really wanted to to highlight here before before moving on
2: uh not really unpredictability
0: um if that's the that's best thing, thing is the unpredictability. I think that's well said. Well that's what baseball that's just is. the game of baseball, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's baseball, Susan. All right. Let's get into stat game. I won't ask any more spontaneous questions. They, they they do know the stat game questions. That that part I've prepared them well for. No, we don't. He's lying. Yes, he's lying. So the way that this game works, if you have not seen it before, is I give them a statistical category and they will all be from this first half of the season, of course.
1: They're all confusing.
0: They they are they are pretty interesting stats, I will say. Um, whoever gets high, the higher player or team on the leaderboard for the stat wins that point. So, you know, it will be. I think it's. We'll probably play. You know, first to three, but I have five for us, so we'll go through all that and we'll we'll mix in the predictions as we go along, just so we don't uh we don't get too stale here we'll mix it up a little bit so first stat for you is which team had the most MLB debuts this season thus far so Yankees. which team had the most players make their MLB debut um so your guess is the Yankees that's your official guess sure sure <laughs> okay um well, let, let me hear Ray's guess also. I'll just get um, both and then... I'll say the Angels. You'll say the Angels. Okay, I will say... I still... Yeah, I will say oh. that Ray won that round. The yeah, Yankees it's... have only had three major league debuts I I beat Harvot
2: with his own team. He his own game. Aha!
1: It's a good strategy. No, I was I was really thinking about that because of all the pitchers they've, they've run out there and David Fletcher. But... I was just too. I was, I was. gonna be like, "That's really sad again," to just say my own team.
0: I mean, it would. It was a good. It would have been a better guess. The Yankees have only had three, as I said, and then the Angels had nine. Jesus. Um. So yeah, if you want a theme, um, it's a four-year running, four-year-long theme. Um, Angels can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Well, they they did not have the most either with nine most debuts that would be the san diego padres i believe who had how are they still having guys debut they had 10 major league debuts this season so that's that's a lot of debuts half their
2: organization has like mlb experience i would maybe be
0: able able to name three of the 10 (laughs) that are on this padres list I think I can name
1: Eric Hosmer and Will Myers on their team.
0: Those are not major league debuts. I, you, I hate said to, on their team. I to say I said on their team. What do you? What do you? Oh, the only two that you can name on the Padres. Period. I mean, if I if I think I could probably name more. Well, don't think. That's that's it. That defeats the purpose of this game. No, it, it's the summer. I can't think. Yes. Let it let it flow through you. Don't think about it. Gotcha. Okay. Well. I will get to the next stat after going through some predictions now that we have made. So first point goes to Ray. Um, let's, let's start with the bold predictions because <laughs> these, are the, these are the fun ones. We did predict MVP, Cy Young Award, Rookie of the Year, all the, the basic stuff, the playoff predictions, all of that. But let's start with some bold predictions that we made. And we, we had a fun point scoring system ranked based on how bold they are. I'm not going to explain it all right now. But essentially, um, we're just going to check in on, on how our predictions are holding up. So I'll maybe let's just do one of our predictions here first. Um, let's start with Farbode's predictions, because some of these are are very fun topics to cover here. So Farbode's first bold prediction was that the Marlins will win less than 40 games. And yes. we, we deemed that and incredibly I bold. Should've... I should have said the Orioles would win less than forty games because they almost closer. have seventy losses right now. That would have been closer. The Marlins at forty-one wins right now at the All-Star oh, break. Oh damn it! So you've already <laughs> lost it. You have already lost it. Um, hey, that
1: that was a, that was a bold prediction. I had to do it. It was very very bold. I mean, you did have to
0: do forty. <laughs>
1: well, I, I, I didn't made say forty. That. I said they break the regular season record of losses in the game. And that's yeah. Which
0: was, yeah. Okay. So essentially, you did. Uh, The next prediction that you had was that Aaron Judge, Gary Sanchez, and Giancarlo Stanton, the three big Yankee sluggers, would out-homer the Giants and the Marlins. So both would have to be accomplished for you to get the points for that one. And we didn't think, we thought it was a medium boldness scale, but right now the Yankees' trio has 62 between the three of them, and then San Francisco's 91 in Miami, 80. So it does not look like it's they, going to happen.
1: They they gotta do. They gotta
0: pick it up, man. Yeah, I I seriously doubt that it will happen, but still still uh, technically the in the running there. Still technically in the running. Well, I'm happy with my team right now. Um, next prediction that you made was for was for your guy Mike Trout. You said he would hit 50 plus homers this year. Is that he's at 25. He's at 25, and it, it is a little past the halfway mark of the season. I don't think he's on pace. For fifty, don't worry. I'm not. I'm not worried about Mike Trout. I've, I don't think I've ever been worried about Mike Trout, not since he was an infant. Um, you knew him maybe, back then. Maybe you don't know. Um, this next prediction is pretty bad. You want to hear this one? He That's predicted. Enough. No, I mean that one is also quite bad. But he predicted that the the Mets <laughs> four aces. Noah Syndergaard, Jacob Degrom, Matt Harvey, and Stephen Matz will each have 15 or more wins by the end of the year. Whew. Okay, so, well, there's so so much Harvey's wrong with not that. A yes, and Ray <laughs> did predict that in in our in our preseason show. He's like Matt Harvey's not even going to be a Met at the end of the year, and he was absolutely <laughs> right. So I, I, I think will the say bet
2: for, 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 for response to that was if Matt Harvey is traded after the all-star break and gets 15 wins doesn't count and that is null and void but I, I also said that if he's gonna make 15 wins he won't be traded that's not the case
0: well <laughs> is... there's just so much wrong with this team jacob Degrom <laughs> currently sits with five wins and six J- jacob wins...
2: should should be on pace for 15 wins but the mets yeah. are just so bad right now
0: five wins six wins above replacement he can do it guys he can do it <laughs> he can out-war his <laughs> win total. I would love to see that. Uh last bold prediction was that Justin Upton would lead the MLB and RBI's. He's at 54, JD Martinez. Well, he also
1: has 80. has he's also been up to play with runners in scoring position more than anyone and he's been hitting 158 in those in those spots. So,
0: has clutch. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely clutch. So, good predictions for bode. I don't I think that's hey, going to be an over. I mean, if, if I'm I'm, gonna, not
1: wrong. I'm just going to come out here and say they were supposed to be bold predictions, so I said
2: bold They're bold, but,
0: you know, for, for, our, for our boats two
2: 10-point uh, predictions are both already done. The Marlins yeah, and <laughs> the Mets.
0: They're done. Um, yeah, so Mike, Mike hey, Trout is Marlins probably your best game. Hope. Yeah, if the Marlins
1: don't win a game for the rest of the year, can I get put back in the nope, running?
0: Nope, no. not, not even. Nope, less than 40 that's games. not how it works. Uh, okay, so those were that was a little taste of the bold predictions. Let's get back to stat game here for those oh, of you with, with short, you know, memories. Ray is up one zero after our first one. So the next stat for you is, which team has the best FIP by their relief pitchers? So game lowest keys. FIP. But do you are you planning on going first this entire game, Farbode? Yeah. Yeah yeah <laughs> i don't so? know any of these so yankees why don't you know any of them isn't that well you're not supposed to be guessing <laughs> I, I okay whatever um i that is not the the first place one wait hold what on a second what number is that goodness did i do this wrong i did this wrong um <sighs> no it's yeah Boo. Yeah, boo. I did it wrong. Um, it was meant... Wait, what did I do? Alex, I don't ooh. know what I did. Um, I can pull that up pretty easily, though, here in a minute. But I had a different stat in mind for team pitching, and I, I said the wrong one. I wanted to do... I wanted to do FIP, I guess. I don't even know what I was <laughs> intending to do anymore. It's all just a mess. But... Um let me get the answer to Make sure it's by relievers. Yes. And we pull that up for us. Um, I'm really sorry about that. I i try so hard to prepare and I still F-I-P. can't really do it.
2: Well we're having technical difficulties like
0: me to to read off some uh other bold predictions. That's probably the best idea I've heard all day. Why don't you go okay. ahead and do that?
2: Let's let's go let's go to the guy who's not here. Let's go to Rudy's. Oh, <laughs> these <laughs> are gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, well, the first one's not very bold. He said Banny Machado is going to get traded by I guess, first by the trade deadline, <laughs> right? I remember
1: when he, I remember when he was um, when he, he when we did this. Rudy was like, "You guys are making yours way too bold." I thought this was just random predictions that were a little bold. <laughs> was complaining about this.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. So we gave that one a three, and I think. I would say the only reason it was a three, because we didn't trust the Orioles to do the right thing and trade Manny Machado. Yeah, uh, But it looks like they are going to do that. Um, he, Rudy also had a Judge Sanchez-Stanton Yankees bomber uh, prediction. He said they would hit 100-plus home runs. As mentioned earlier, they're sitting at 62 <laughs> at the unofficial halfway point past the actual halfway point of the season. So that's, I would say, within reach. Uh, uh yeah i would say so yeah. it's still Good. a lot it's still a lot San- sanchez needs to get healthy quick but um yeah i'd say it's not it's not uh over quite yet um rudy missed this when he said shohei otani would be demoted by july that is a ha. that
0: is a nope. we are not going to give him credit was for the stats. By july. Yeah. yeah he was that is not a demotion little did you know uh, the otani train would be much more treacherous than than we predicted even short-lived yeah but not um long.
2: He he had two playoff predictions uh, that uh, are looking okay. He said the Phillies would make the playoffs. They are sitting at first place in the NL East at fifty three and forty two. And he also said the Mariners would make the playoffs. You two didn't like that at all.
0: I don't like that still. I I I think they're at a negative. Are they not at a negative run differential right
2: now? Oh, because all the one run wins. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. I gave a little more creed. It's not like, I, not like a five or anything. I still give it an eight, I think. But uh, they're sitting in second place in the division, five games back to the Astros. And they're the second wildcard team by three games right now over the A's. So in position for the playoffs, and I think better than any of us really expected them to be. Whether or not they stay there is uh, a question for another day. But those are Rudy's bold predictions.
0: Seattle, by the way minus two run differential nice yep they're doing it they're doing it in the most mariners way possible i love it <laughs> so yeah pretty good predictions across the board he'll get some some low scoring ones i cannot believe that we gave Mariners making the playoffs a 10 like you two full boldness, did not like that at all i, I didn't like it <laughs> we it still might not happen but rudy's predictions look pretty good okay I think
2: you two were too very high in the angels to say that the mariners would uh yeah probably come am second you, i do need Ui, to redeem I, myself Ui,
0: i went back and listened to it and
2: you said the mariners could easily finish last in that division
0: they easily could have because you know they're kind of playing incredibly over their heads and the rain and the rangers really the only team that you know has been worse um by most, by most non-win metrics. Uh, if,
2: if if I told you that Robinson Cano would break his wrist and be suspended for uh, PEDs, would you think they would be in this position they were in at the All Star break? Absolutely not.
0: And and it did wonder <laughs> it, it did wonders for my prediction, unfortunately. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> let's go yeah. ahead and get back to my monumental blunder in not having the stat that I prepped for stat game up and mm-hmm. ready. But it is ready now. So you say Yankees? There is one team with a better fip oh yeah among relievers relievers is it is it the mariners incorrect the mariners Uh where the mariners not number nine not particularly close that's surprising so the number one team is the astros which is funny because we think about ken giles and we think about all their bullpen woes and they've been pretty good overall so it's uh it's the Astros, but Farbode wins that point. It is one to one in stat game. The next one I will definitely have. You're still gonna say Yankees, even no. though even no, if it's not, not a. No. Can, Can I go first? A... I'm gonna switch it up. This... Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I do have the next one set. I did. Ray, Right, you say Yankees, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's go ahead and do more predictions. I guess. Um, shall we do yours, Ray? Let's do yours. Sure. All right, so I will start off by reading that Tim Tebow will hit two or more homers in the major leagues this season. And that's looking pretty good because he's been doing well in double A. He was an all-star, and the Mets are really bad. So how about that? That's a good-looking one. And we gave that a resounding 10. I think Rudy (laughs) gave that a 25, but I think we still rounded that down to a 10. Um, In terms of boldness, that is. Uh, next prediction was that the Blue Jays would finish last in the AL East. The Orioles are making sure that does not happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> They're doing their darndest. Um, so, so not bad. looking so good there. Shohei Otani will spend at least 60 days in Triple A A little bit nope. more extreme. Also, nope. At least I didn't about. set myself a deadline like
2: Rudy did. That is still possible, though not likely.
0: E- yeah, I don't think so. Uh, so Byron Buxton... Also, not a great prediction nope. in the other direction. Uh, you said he would steal 60 or more bases. He is in A, And maybe for <laughs> 60 days. We'll see. I That would be a lot of days. But he has five in the majors this year, Byron Buxton. So it does Only not look like it's happening. More. Oh, Buxton. How you break my heart every single time. Another Uwe man crush. Well, eh, not so much anymore. Or Actually, it was years. just like somewhat, somewhat um,
1: optimistic about Bu- Buxton every year.
2: I, I like Buxton. There's a lot of reason to be optimistic about Byron Buxton. He always wants a way to shoot himself in the foot. whether mm-hmm. I mean, he actually has foot injuries or not. Next
0: year, he might actually shoot himself in the foot, we shall see. How come Wood. Okay. Uh, Pirates finish with the worst record in baseball. Not probably, the probably not. Bad. They're about 500. Yeah. The Orioles are doing yeah. their best, guys. I did not. I did not They're ruining all the that predictions that the Pirates had. The Pirates just sw- swept a five-game series yes. against Milwaukee. How about that? That's... Did you see that walk-off in the rain? It was amazing. It was so dramatic. <laughs> and it, it makes it even better that they're Pirates. You know, just, yeah, it's awesome. Yar. Yar. All right, let's get back to stat game. This one I have ready for you. 1-1. One, one. Here we go.
1: Pitch- ready? Go ahead.
0: This is a pitching stat again. Which team has the most pitches per plate appearance? So, so which, which teams' pitchers throw the most pitches per plate appearance? Huh. I will huh. say the White Sox. Okay, it is not the White Sox. They are far down the list. They're like Dang. past ten. Gialledo
2: didn't put him up to number one. I
0: guess not. I guess not. Angel. Although,
2: I mean, he's only throwing. You football, said the so. Angels
0: far bowed? Yeah. Yeah they are number 4 so you win hey. that round anyway. and um you know oddly enough it you know it would have worked out better if i didn't screw up the last stat, but um the uh the top 2 are also Houston and New York, New York. so they oh, oh they've totally been effective they've been effective with the bullpen but also they throw a lot of pitches per plate appearance and it's all pretty close a lot of these teams are pretty close i will say um the leader is 4.01 so it was just, it was a tougher stat I wanted to, to throw in there. Uh, I think the last the last couple will be pretty fun. So 2-1 game right now. Shall we return to predictions? We've done all yes. the bold ones now. Um, well, we need yours. Oh, you're right. I, I, I glossed over them. Would you like to read them so I get to hear I, them? Yes. Um,
2: so as you mentioned earlier, Robinson Cano's uh, troubles this year have uh, played into your hands in terms of ball projections. You said D. Gordon would play more games at second base than the outfield. Uh, so far he has. He's played 44 at second and 39 in the outfield, uh, thanks to Robinson Cano's broken wrist and his PED suspension.
0: Yeah, uh, when when, I, when it happened, back? I was like, not like this, but I'll take the points.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that that would be worth six if uh, that margin holds.
1: Uh, do, you guys, do you guys know when his suspension's up? I don't. August.
0: Yeah,
2: that sounds right. I know, I know it's August. Okay. Um, in your next prediction, Oledmus Diaz, who is now a Blue Jay, would hit 20-plus home runs. So far, with 242 played appearances at the break, he has eight. So, again, yeah, not impossible, but...
0: Hot streak, Oledmus, uh, come on. Yeah. You can do it.
2: <laughs> um, your next one, David Price, to strike out 250-plus hitters. Uh, he has struck out 109 so far in 108 innings. So he's got some work to do. To, he's got some work to do. He, has, he just has, he
1: has to
2: pitch 249 innings. He has to go Chris Sale-like um, in, a, in a stretch of starts to try and close that gap. But, uh, I mean, he is pitching better this year than he has in the last couple. Um, you said Jose Altuve would hit 360-plus. He's currently hit 332. Meanwhile, Mickey Betts is batting 359, I believe. So oh, uh, Mookie. <laughs> Um, And then your your boldest prediction, your highest one with nine, that Bartolo Colon would lead the Rangers in wins. Uh, Rudy said he wouldn't be on the team by July. Rudy is wrong on that. And <laughs> um, Bartolo Colon has five wins. Uh, that is one behind the leader, Mike Miner, who has six. So, I believe. I believe. <laughs> easily within reach. Bartolo Colon can basically win two more games. And the Rangers can suck the rest of the year, and I believe that is possible for him to lead with seven wins.
0: I want that one so badly. You have no idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, so those the, now we're now we've gone through all the bold predictions. and i will I will say some of them have aged pretty well, and some of them have completely gone down the toilet. So I don't know it, 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 I, didn't, I did not that's think the fun exercise
1: 15 games.
0: It will be actually... it will be a close score at the end of the year. Sure. I absolutely did not think my Tim Tebow
2: prediction would be my most likely looking one. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: baseball for you. We keep saying that. The,
1: I didn't think the Marlins would have 41 wins by
0: now. Well, yeah. you you were quite the pessimist there. Um, all right, let's get back to stat game. 2-1 advantage to Farbode. This yeah, I... one, we're going to have a little fun with StatCast, and we're going to use the is... statistic... Of barrels which for those unfamiliar is essentially a ball hit above 98 miles per hour at a launch angle that would constitute a really good hit an extra base hit or a homer so ray you can go first on this one too okay yeah just a really good hit so this stat by the way is barrels per plate appearance
2: okay um i'll say max muncie
0: You will say Max Muncy, and you will not have the top answer, but you have the number five answer. Okay. 10.8% of his plate appearances. I will say J.D. Martinez. That is the number one. And it's by a whole two percentage, 12.8 barrels for plate appearance. He's really good. Um, Some other interesting names here. Teoscar Hernandez is very high on this list ahead of Max Muncy. Uh but a lot of the other ones are names that you'd expect to hear, like Mookie Betts, Joey Gallo, Chris Davis. Um a lot of really good players. Hit the ball hard. Where's Jose Ramirez? I'm just How about curious. that? Jose Ramirez, just out of curiosity, let's check it out. Uh it's not that high. Which huh. is confusing. Let me I can't even find it. Maybe it's because I'm blind, but maybe it's also just not that. Um, Don't worry about it, let's move on. I, I will not yeah. worry about it. But now I'm now I'm curious dang it you've it's okay you filled me it's with curiosity fun. um so it is yeah, it I, is over essentially it's three to one do you want me to give you the last one even though the yeah. game is over so this last one is which hitter has reached o2 the most this year i really wish this one meant something because I, I liked this stat quite a bit so which hitter has reached an o2 count the most played appearances Mike Trout. That is not correct. He's not correct. Chris. Chris He's Taylor. Not. Chris Taylor is not in the top of this list either. You guys apparently Dang. aren't very uh, good at this one. Stanton. Stanton is number nine on this list. He's done it 94 times. Uh, Aaron Judge. Yeah. Aaron Judge is not higher than stanton um oh. he is ah, order one. also not on the top of this list people don't like to throw aaron judge a lot of strikes it seems yeah um the top at- Bower. yeah at top of this list would be jose abreu at 109 huh and then second scott kingery who it kind of makes sense he's having a down year uh Yolmash sanchez freddie galvis bryce harper at number five then trey turner at number six come on nationals what are you doing um, so some good hitters in the top ten on this list. Paul Goldschmidt also in the top ten. Gene Segura. It's it's quite a mash of players here. So you know now you, now you know O2 counts are you know they good players and bad hit players getting yeah, a lot of. Yeah, doesn't mean games. you're a bad player. Um, yeah, it just happens. You know, it's that's baseball. That's baseball. That's the theme of this podcast. All right, let's get to the awards predictions and then we'll wrap up the podcast how does that sound because yeah yeah, we've been going for a while so we're going to wrap up with the predictions let's go rookie of the year because we have made a lot of interesting choices here and i don't know if either of us or if any of us are going to get a single one of these right which is crazy (laughs) so (laughs) i'm just gonna read them all and we're dumb. In the american league i said dustin fowler which was dumb ray said willie adamas which was less dumb but still dumb um rudy <laughs> said michael kopech who has not played in the majors yet and <laughs> shohei otani was the rational farbode pick and even that's probably not going to happen at this point point. and the optimistic yeah uh glaber torres should win that award it looks like because he's basically had a good rookie body of work in the short amount of time he's been up already and he will be back from injury very soon so um we are all probably wrong in the al nl uh ronald acuna walker bueller ryan mcmahon and ronald acuna so also probably not happen juan soto probably leading the way in the nl i mean acuna could make some moves bueller could have a really good second half ryan mcmahon is very off the mark that was alex rudy so um really bad rookie of the year predictions how about that who who could have seen that coming even if we made more rational picks they would have been wrong it's crazy how it I works i mean out who,
2: that who, way. who could have seen rudy making the hit both of his picks being the
0: worst out of all of us i mean i could have predicted that but i didn't so you didn't i didn't uh, let's move on to Cy Young Award winners. So, in the American League, I said Luis Severino. That was a bit of a bold one. Ray, you said Corey Kluber. Rudy said Sale. Farboat also said Kluber. I, all those are the right names for, for that category. <laughs> but right now, it's Chris Sale because Chris Sale is doing yeah. some unbelievable things. I don't know if but you've we, noticed.
1: Haven't we said it's Chris Sale up until like August or September? For the last like three that years. that
0: was my rationale for kluber i would also like to point out that chris I, sale, I feel like
1: kluber's kluber's the opposite i feel like kluber locks it down the last couple months of the year versus sale kind of like der- derails a little bit
0: i would like to like, point out that chris sale is basically becoming randy johnson he's throwing harder this year than he ever has in his career which is pretty spectacular
1: What's spectacular is his elbow hasn't had issues throwing that hard with that motion.
0: It is amazing what he's been able to do. I think he's hit a yeah. hundred miles an hour. Like he's done it somewhere around five times, less than ten times in his career. And this year, he's doing it pretty regularly. He's just he's, he's Chris Sale 2.0,
1: which was is not what we his, expected. I was watching his interview um, on MLB Network today. And one of the guys asked him, um, saying, "Do you, are you one of the pitchers who um, turns around and looks at the radar gun after you throw a fastball? And he like starts laughing. He's like, of course I am. If any pitcher tells you that that they don't, they're lying, or they're correct, Kimball um, <laughs> Well,
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, if, if he's throwing this hard the rest of the year, I don't see the same kind of Chris Sale drop-off that
1: we've seen. And the they're – And also what I've noticed, um, they talked about this in the interview as well. Um, The last couple of years, from the last couple of years this year, they've changed it up where he's thrown at this point 15 less innings than he did at this point last year. So they're trying to keep his workload down at the same time to make sure no um, fatigue or anything hits him at the end of the year. Yeah.
0: Well, Chris Sale hopefully can finish out strong because I I just want to see it happen. Uh, and then for the NL side of things, I do believe we will all be wrong. Unless really <sighs> for, crazy Far- things Farbode
2: happen. So, Farbode is the front runner right now on the NL side.
0: Probably. Clayton Kershaw for the three of us that are not Farbode. And Farbode went with Jacob. Five wins DeGrom. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Jacob DeGrom definitely can guys, win. I, I, think I don't you think he will win. Me... But, yeah. Because I, Max it, Scherzer it, has J- been J- insane yes jacob de
2: yeah. is the one pitcher this year who can buck the whole wins really play a factor because of just how dominant he has been he has a 168 era and he has five wins that is how bad the mets support him in in his games and how bad the bullpen has been in his games
0: yeah de grom has kind of done the same thing as sale just taking another step forward and when he's already been really good so how about that uh Clayton Kershaw, just stay healthy, please. That's all we ask right now. Yes. Uh let's see. MVP. We are I don't know. We're we're not we're not that we're not that far off. None of us had a Cleveland Indian, which is likely gonna happen at this rate this season. I said Aaron Judge will come back with a vengeance. And the rest of the pack said Mike Trout. All good predictions, I would say. But as of right now. Mookie Betts and Jose Ramirez and maybe Francisco Lindor. Also, oh, you're you're kind of standards. a year early on your Lindor. I prediction. was last year. I predicted Francisco Lindor, and I was, yeah, like you said, a year early. So, yeah, it still might be Mike Trout right now. Honestly, you know, it's, I feel it's close. like.
1: Um, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I feel like Trout's turning into um, the LeBron James of, of baseball where he's in the top 2 top 3 so often for mvp and he's so good that his seasons while they're amazing aren't that like like pe- people don't see it as often anymore like see it as amazing anymore they're just, they're just like oh that's just mike trout
0: yeah it, and it that is certainly true i think he's the closest thing we have to that kind of player but it's just other players having really incredible years surrounding that and he's consistent as can be oh and then yeah these other players no, I, do I, I, i'm not trying incredible to like I,
1: I, i'm not i've been thinking about this um the mvp action i'm like Trout's having a fantastic season but there's so many guys yeah. that can win it and that's fantastic for baseball as well
0: yeah like Mookie Betts is slugging almost 700 and jose ramirez will probably have more than 100 extra base hits um that those are very good numbers to have
1: Trout has almost Trout's like 80. 485 walks now on the year like 17 intentional walks
0: already too that's really good you know the top the top tier of these these mvp candidates is just great and aaron judge has been really good too just not quite in the running but he he certainly can do that in a hurry on the nl side of things how about no for all of these clayton kershaw was my very bold (laughs) guess Bryce Harper for Ray and Rudy, hashtag contract year. And Anthony Rendon was Farboa's pick. That was very bold and probably not going to happen. And the NL side is really just kind of a mess. You, we talked about how stacked the AL is compared to the NL. Honestly, J.D. Martinez should just win it for the NL just because they they screwed him out of a silver slugger last year. Um, so, I you know, the uh, uh, National League is very weak. It might be Jesus Aguilar right now if freddie freeman for today freddie freeman also right there um it might be max scherzer max scherzer has been really good um but then it was much less interesting in my opinion Uh, all right and we did a bunch of playoff predictions which are more or less gonna be the same and all that let's just look at the world series matchups right now i said yankees versus nationals nationals are 500 i don't like that uh ray said the indians and the dodgers would make it all the way hey that'd be fun and then you guys both also rudy and farbow both said yankees versus nationals also three of us went yankees nationals in the world series did you guys just copy me no no are you sure i'm i'm, yeah. I'm curious now um you think- said that rudy was dead to you for picking the nationals or the yankees oh he did yeah i, I guess he yeah he's just even more dead to me now considering how the nationals have been um <laughs> But, you know, across the league, there's been some very surprising races that we talked about already with, you know, the Mariners in the wild card spot and the Phillies and the Braves ahead of the Nationals in the East. The the NL West is up for grabs. NL Central is really good. Just a lot of good stuff going on. The NL Central, too, speaking of which, Mike Matheny will not be a uh, participant anymore. The rest of the NL Central mourns the loss of Mike Matheny for the Cardinals they might have some team chemistry Orange now celebrates. everybody watch out yeah guess, yeah it's the same like they, they have a manager no they no, no they don't celebrate. Yay. No, no no the the cardinals celebrate the rest of the nl central mourns the loss of mike Matheny, because the cardinals could definitely turn things around who knows um so yeah those that was a lot of predictions we did a lot of a lot of work there I must have taken a long time to to do all that uh, months ago but we will check in again at the end of the season of course and uh yeah so that was stat game those were predictions and that is it for our podcast today so thank you everybody for joining us it was a lot of fun and i would really love to hear what you have to say about our predictions and you know anything else the all-star game everything going on the first half of the year what really stuck with you uh let us know on twitter at beat bp And uh, also check out our website, BeatTheShiftBaseball.com. That's BeatTheShiftBaseball.com for all our podcasts and other content. So that is it for today. Thanks, everybody. Once again, as always, farbode. Peace.